Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. And standing by to join us is MJ Ryan. She's a leading expert on change and human fulfillment, senior coach to executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners, and author of Habit Changers. Good morning, MJ. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. I'm delighted to be speaking with you. Well, perfect topic, because the show is Get the Funk Out. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. Tell me, what inspired you? I know you've written several other books, but what inspired you to write this one? Yeah, so I was working with a guy who was sent to me because people said he was the worst boss they ever had. (laughs) He would do this thing where he would um, give you something to do, then he didn't like how you were doing it, he would take it away from you and do it himself. (laughs) And yell at you, too. So uh, he was sent to me to learn how to delegate and manage more effectively. So mm-hmm. I was go- talking on and on about how he needs to re- how to delegate, and he said, wait. He put up his hands. He goes, wait, 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 just hold it. That is too complicated. You have to give me something simple so I'll remember. I see. And I said, okay, say what and why, not how. <laughs> okay. And he said, oh, I can remember that, because ex- I had explained to him what all of that meant. And he, he wrote it down on a tiny piece of paper, say what and why not how, and he said it to himself every time he met with any of his people. And he totally changed. He changed so much that within the six months we worked together, he got a promotion. Wow. And so, could, so can you back up and tell me what exactly that means? Yes. So when you're delegating to somebody else, um, what good delegation is is being really clear on the, on the outcome you're looking for and why it's important. Why, why is this person supposed to be doing this thing? But the how they do it is up to them. Okay. They want to lay, wait to the last second, and, and as long as you're getting the what that you want, it, it's the, the how is up to them, so that's why. So he inspired me to start giving everyone that I was working with some kind of slogan or mantra to help them remember. And so then I put them together in this little book called Habit Changers. I love it because they're so relatable. Well, these are the kinds of issues that people come to me to work on, you know, and they're things that we all deal with, right, like patience and accepting other people and uh, how are we dealing with worry or stress. And so these are, you know, these are the common issues of life, procrastination, et cetera. So I put them together according to topic and give you a little, uh, not only the slogan, but, but some uh, story about how it's worked for other people. What are some things that hit home close for you? Like, I know there's one about anger, and the root of that is, yes. you know. Go yeah, ahead. so um, one of the ones I love uh, is anger is fear on the boil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's to remind yourself, if anger is one of your issues, that really you're afraid of something. And that's, that's something I learned from my husband when I very first met him. I remember getting mad at him. I was always, uh, anger is one of the things I've tr- been dealing with my whole life. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he just looked at me and said, what are you afraid of? Ooh. And it totally stopped me in my tracks and actually led me to all the research I've done on actually what anger is, which is the fight part of the fight-or-flight response. It's part of our stress reaction. And so when we're angry, we're, we are afraid of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fight <laughs> mechanism turns on, right? Yes. And we want to, quote, kill them before they kill us. Well, uh, <laughs> metaphorically, we hope. But. Um, but once we understand that, then we can, and, and using this, this uh, habit changer, oh, remember, anger is fear on the boil. 
it helps you get down to what's the, what really is this about? It's not really about what I think I'm a- angry about. I'm really afraid of something. What's that? Mm-hmm. No, it's so true. I mean, I think back to my own dad. He was always so angry. And, and I, you know, when, later on as I got older, I would dig deep and try to figure mm-hmm. out why. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I like, the, I mean, there's so many things I flagged in here. Walk your own path. Could you talk about that? Yeah, so those are for those people who are very concerned about what, it, what they're going to think, the mysterious they's, right? Right. <laughs> what are they going to think if I do this or if I don't do that? And this is for people who need to be reminded, oh, no, I'm here to walk my path, right? This mm-hmm. is about what do I want? Um, and one of the things that all of these are, these are not affirmations. It, uh, they, affirmations are things like, I am confident, I am strong. So I, I am strong might have been an affirmation for this, right, the same thing we're talking about. Right. But the thing about that is that I don't think they really actually work because as soon as you say, I am strong or I am confident or I am calm, all of the, your uncalm, your unconfidence, <laughs> oh, yeah. and your unstrength rises up. Because the reason you think you need it in the first place is you don't feel any of that. So your brain goes, no, that's not true, and so it argues with itself. These things are the instructions of how you want to behave, so it doesn't kick up any of that resistance in your Mm self-concept. Oh, I love it. I'm looking at these, and I'm thinking they could all be (laughs) (laughs) T-shirts. Well, yeah, they're supposed to be catchy, so you can remember them. (laughs) Or bumper stickers, or, you know... Uh, I like this one. You can't say yes if you can't say no. Yeah, so this is for all those yes people pleasers, right? Mm -hmm. If you're actually not able to say no, you're not saying yes. You're just, Mm. actually, it's the part of the fight or flight response. It's the freeze and appease. So that's the third option. Fight is the anger we talked about. Flight is, I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to leave. And freeze and appease is saying yes when you actually don't mean yes. It's just that you're too afraid to even of, of whatever this person's reaction or responses is that you're just saying yes to get them to go away from you. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. literally, um, people often in that situation don't even remember what they've agreed to afterwards because our, our, the smart part of our brain doesn't work well when we're in fight or flight. And so, so this is to remind people, are you saying this just to appease this person or is this really true and unless you can say no then your yes is meaningless well we don't like to rock the boat by saying no exactly you know yeah Uh, yeah and and the more that you're afraid of other of people's reactions and the more true that is right right and you can really easily get in the habit of saying no to everything (laughs) well that too (laughs) um so it's interesting i've got one in here about that as well which is that um is that when you find like you are always you want to challenge yourself more because you're more, because you are somebody who always says no to everything, mm-hmm. stand where you're rather not. Oh, I like this that. This is one I actually I got learned from my I suggested to my sister who said, you know, I just have the impulse to always say no to things, and I'm living this really boring life as a result. Yes. And yes. so stand where you're rather not help to remember to start to say yes to opportunities and things mm-hmm. that come along um, and so and as a result she's she said a lot yes to a bunch of things and could you talk about this one build a bridge to the future on the pillars of the past yes so this is for people who are trying to figure out what do they want to change in their lives um, that what, what do they want to do mm-hmm. um, with next in a career for instance right and um, 
always, it's when we're looking at what we want to do next, it can feel like you're in the one side of the Grand Canyon, right? Right. Looking over there and going, how could I ever become uh, a radio talk show host, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for instance? Right. But that's what I'd really love to do. Yes. And um, so what I always help people do is say, what have you done in the past that you can leverage to, to create a bridge between where you are now and where you want to go? So an example was when I started, I used to run a book publishing company. I decided I wanted to do this work I'm doing now. Okay, how do you go from doing what I'm doing then to working one-on-one with people, getting people to pay you individually money to work with them, right? Right. And who were my first clients? Authors. So I leveraged the fact that I had all this book publishing experience to attract people who wanted to get published. And that was how I got launched. So that's what that means. Oh, I love that. Let's talk about you for a, for a second. How did you get involved in, uh, you know, writing all these great books? <laughs> well, because I used to own a book publishing company. And um, in addition to publishing other people, you know, we didn't have big... There were these Before the days of venture capitalists, you wouldn't even think to go ask other people for money. You always bootstrapped things, right? Mm-hmm. And it, I was typical story of in your garage kind of stuff. And um, one of the ways that we decided that we could uh, help finance the press was writing books on our own. Makes sense. Right? Yeah. So I, we started to do some things that were very successful. So I turned into an author accidentally. <laughs> I wasn't trying to become an author. I was trying to keep the press alive. And the books that I created just happened to be successful. Well, I do want to mention those <laughs> books because I love the titles. <laughs> the Happiness Makeover. Yep. The Power of Patience, This Year I Will, Trusting Yourself, How to Survive Change You Didn't Ask For. <laughs> That's perfect. Yes, and the one that launched it all, which is the Random Acts of Kindness series. So that was the big Oh, I love that. that. Yeah. Where can people find out more information about you? Yes, so um, people for this book, Habit Changers, you can go to habit-changers.com. And I also, my website, mj-ryan.com. And uh, b- before we wrap up in a couple of minutes, what was it like writing this book? Is this um, something that you can just crank out, or does it take a long time? I mean, <laughs> what was the evolution of all your different books? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, always, I hate to talk about this because I don't want to make anyone else feel bad, but basically because, there, it, because it's, I'm working with people and using these things every day, yes. I just sit down and it pours out. <laughs> I had a feeling, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's partly because it's alive in me because I've been, you know, working, yes. as I said, using it. Yes. But the other is because I, it, writing like any other activity is a muscle, and I've been writing almost every day since I was, you know, in high school, right? So yeah. it's That's just good. I know how to do it easily. But well, what I like about this book, MJ, is that um, you can you can sit down and read little bits of it and it's nice, short, and sweet, and, and it's not, you know, a, a big, long chapter about one specific theme. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I've always, want, I've always done books like this because people are busy, mm-hmm. right? And um, they have a lot on their minds, and they have a lot of stuff they el- else they have to do. So I'd like to give people nuggets of things that they can use right away. I'm from New England, and we're very practical. I'd like to be as helpful as possible, as fast as possible. <laughs> I like that. We're in New England. Uh, outside of Boston. Okay, I lived in Brookline for years. Oh, yeah, I lived Sharon. All right, I know where that is. Wonderful. 
Well, I want to thank you so much for calling in. I really enjoyed this. Uh, it's called Habit Changers, 81 Game-Changing Mantras to Mindfully Realize Your Goals. MJ Ryan, thanks so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. If you missed any part of this segment with MJ Ryan, it will be up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And uh, my next guest will be calling in shortly. Architect Christopher Mercer uh, is going to call in. He uh, re- was, was recently with uh, Frank Gehry's Gehry Design Group in, t- uh, in 2002. And then he went on to establish his own architecture practice to create FAIR. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I will ask him. F-E-R Studio. Form Environment Research. And their goal is to design contemporary spaces for creative clients and to reimagine and repurpose existing structures, preserving their history and character while adapting them to modern use. So Christopher Mercer will be calling in in just a little bit. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.